Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome. Welcome to the Creep Dive Live. The Creep Dive. Thanks for coming. Woohoo! Just a picture you. up on mic. There are people here. There's actually loads of people we don't know, which is really exciting. <laughs> loads of people we don't know. Including um, men. Yeah. There is some. There are at least two. There There's are at least exactly. two. There's some peen in the house. Hello. Welcome. One of them is my dad, so let's be careful. <laughs> the fact that your dad is here is freaking me out. <laughs> Because my story's all about sex with dads. Are no. Joking? <laughs> no one's gonna have sex with you, don't worry. So, um, 100%. So we're off to a really good start there, Jen. Thank you very much. Your story yeah. isn't Kathy's origin story, is it? Stop no. it. Stop my it. My video is it. Anyway. Um, so uh, we're really sorry. We, we spent some time there trying to get the visuals for our podcast uh, ready, which there should be none anyway, because it is a podcast. Not a visual medium. Just, if you want to just look over here at the green... The, 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 the fucking thing wasn't so even fine. on. So fine. We'll just describe it for you verbally. Well, I feel like... I could, if we could play, if we could all gather close <laughs> and I'll hold the video because it's part of my story. Wait, wait, okay. do you want everyone to get their phone out and just get up YouTube and watch the video personally and then we'll all come back in the room and discuss it? No, because it'll be out of sync. <laughs> okay. So we'll, we'll bring it back in. It's fine. We'll make give me it the work. Video, give me the laptop. Okay, um, so you're going first, are you? Yeah. Okay. I think we're going. Watch this. We discussed this. Am I last, is it? Yes. Oh, we're going from least to most horrific. Sorry, guys. No, we're not. Oh, no, we're not. Uh, we're not. I thought meeting the man who jizzed out Cassie was the low point. That's really, uh, that's really not nice. I can't see him. It's dark back there. I can't see him. Does the laptop now have to be plugged into something? No. Oh, I do want to show people this because this went, this took a lot of time. So. <laughs> So just a second, you're not going to be able to see it at all, but 
Last week, I just want to prove that I did my homework, okay? So last week I threatened to make a, a very elaborate timeline of all our creepy references against the technological advances of the last two decades. Oh yeah. Now, a boon of us for this. <laughs> It's a very, very good timeline, including Susan Boyle's first appearance on Great... On yes. Great Britain. Who You're cares? Welcome. You're wrong. It was 2009. She is a gem. She's not. Um, it's just one of those things people felt sorry for. Her and if me. anyone's worried, by the way, since the creep dive started, Cassie has made two friends on Twitter. Yes, they both tweeted me today. Yeah, it was really good, actually. They both tweeted me today. Oh, really? Separately. Are they here? Online interactions? Week. Ooh, you're sure. going to take this one IRL. Of them, one of them I met twice, IRL. Yeah. Wait, wait, did she know about the arrangement? Or? Yeah. Okay, it's that's good. fascinating. Let's yeah. move on. Friends. These are all my new friends. Okay, so Jen, do you want to give us your clickbait headline for your story oh, before Lord, you start? Yeah. Oh, I'm terrible at these. I can't, I can't, uh, we're just going to call it Oyster Man. And I'm going to ask that everyone just take it in your stride, try to be cool. Some people enjoy things, other people don't. Um, let's keep an open mind. It is a judgment-free area. I'm really dying to hear the connection between Oyster Man and the video you sent me earlier on to okay, put well, into this slideshow. Okay, let me show show. them the video. Okay, Are you, you were going straight in with the video. That's my opener. Okay. <laughs> Classic, didn't work, right? Yeah, everyone... <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Here now, someone help me here. Yeah, I heard you. Your arm isn't long enough to help me. So that's the play button there, Jen. It's sound I need. I need to up it so it fills the room. Oh, here we go. Right. Okay, guys. Oh, it's gone away again. Oh my God, this is like the substitute teacher trying to work the overhead projector. <laughs> Play with me. Right, here we go. Off the Jen! Press pressing the bar. What? Don't press the bar. Right, what don't do I press? The, the, press press right, the play. Right, 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 here we go. Third attempt. Oh. <laughs> now, you just come here, Cassie. Yeah, come on. Come here. Come with me. You saw me. I did the thing she told me to do. I did it. I did it. I hate to argue because you're looming over them. <laughs> a man someone down the pub told you about. You say the code word, give him a special hand signal, three words, and the deal is done. You're buying a used condom. It's <laughs> cheaper, and the man did say he'd washed it. Just think of where it's been. Even if you know the man, never buy a used. Oh my god, is that from Look Around You? Right. I mean, that was more enjoyable postage stamp size, wasn't it? I think it was more intense to see a used condom on the screen. The little flaccid used condom on the seat was so sad. The man I'm about to talk about today bought a used condom. <laughs> Did not heed the warning okay. in the video. So I'm going to... Uh, I heard about this story and, and, uh, from quite a while ago. 
a friend of mine who's not, he's not great at lying or telling a story. So I thought there might be a grain of truth in that. <laughs> but you're boring me and it could have been better, so I'll revisit you next time. Uh, so I, then I kind of forgot all about it until somebody else told me years later, oh, you know about Oyster Man. And I was like, well, please tell me what you got. And then I said to you two, you obviously you know, know about, about Oyster, Oyster Man. Man. And we both said, <laughs> <laughs> we were both like, no, Jen, never no. heard. Of, has anyone heard of Oyster Man? No. Normal person reaction. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I saw your dad nodding. There. No, stop. <laughs> to the live creep guy, I'm pretty sure he's here against his will. He's here against his will. Trish, long-time creep dive listener, invited him along. So after we talked about it, and I said, can somebody contact me if you've heard about this Oyster Man guy? And uh, so a couple of people contacted me with additional points to the story. (laughs) Now, I didn't fact check any of this. Because frankly, it's way funnier. (laughs) And we all know from experience that the weirdest things ever are usually 100% true. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying tonight is probably only the tip of the iceberg. Pardon the... (laughs) (laughs) So here's what I know so far. Fact. This is a fact. There is an apartment on Dorset Street. Be acting like a brothel. Yeah, here they get there. That's you didn't wait for me to finish. He's confirmed that there's an apartment on Dorset Street. So, in this brothel, there works a lady called Barbara. So I just, I would really love to see you like doorstop that apartment like a real journalist. And be like, just, I just need to know. Maybe I did. So Barbara works there. This may or may not be a real name. I feel like if it's a fake name, are you going to go with Barbara? Mm. <laughs> Whatever. That's the name we're going with. So she works there as a sex worker working in the area of sex. <laughs> so we're all clear. So Barbara has a couple of unusual clients. Now, this came from an Irish Times inter- uh, view. interview. Interview. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm imagining that they fact-checked it. (laughs) So I'm presuming that. Uh, So she has a guy called Simon who pays her to beat him with an unfolded umbrella for half an hour. (laughs) So he, so there's a caliber, there's kind of like a weirdness. It's not that weird, it is weird. Uh, She described him as being fully clothed at the time. I can't picture an unfolded umbrella for some reason. Is it open? I imagined it was unf- like rather unfolded. than folded, oh. unfolded, unfolded. open. Yeah. Is it just a weird way to describe it? Oh, I'm picturing whatever. it loose. Like, well, that's and then you know maybe it's the look thing. You know, bad luck indoor. How <laughs> <laughs> sexy bad luck is. <laughs> so anyway, this is one of her clients. So uh, Barbara also has another client, our man of the hour. Now this guy apparently frequents a few um, ladies of the evening, sex workers around town. It's a guy that goes around, but I'm not going to tell you anything else until I tell you <laughs> the rest some more, still some more things the story. <laughs> before I, that, right? So, I told her that much, right? These are the bits, <laughs> <laughs> These are the bits that get cut out in the edit. <laughs> 
Now you're distracting me here. I'm back in the room. So come with I me. I feel like you're hot, though. Is this hot? I look. There's only so much of my body I prepared for this evening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to describe Oyster Man to you from what I know so far, man. Somewhere between 18 and 65. <laughs> looks Irish. Medium build. Very Irish. Dark grey tracksuit bottoms and brown office shoes. Oh, that combo is such a classic. Way for the weirdest ever. Short-sighted, sometimes has a dog with him. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So as you might... I don't know whether you might... Would you get so far shoes what at the he's doing? Bottom. So basically, this guy has an acquired taste. Uh, it's unclear how it all began, but word, word soon spread that this man, who was coined Oyster Man, would pay upwards of... 50 euro. 35 euro! <laughs> oh my God, I just knew it was going to be so cheap. I mean, okay. well, it is. Yeah. Uh, for something that would usually have been hurriedly discarded. So... Obviously, the girls were like, all right, happy days. Uh, I was just going to affect this no, in the bin. So now no, I'm going to collect them. No. You know what he's doing. So uh, they began collecting these amuse-bouches. <laughs> in the hope that Oyster Man would drop by. I'd see his dog tied up outside. And they'd be like, happy days. I got at least 70 euros worth of gear back here for him. And um, so our hero, as you might have guessed so far, was in the market for used condoms weighty ones and uh, <laughs> yes you might have guessed correctly he would moisten his lips no, no. carefully untie the end no. tilt his head back and like the end like the end of a Mr. Freeze he would down the juicy frothy frothy contents into his mouth Absolute misery. Um, so that is the level. So, look, I get the Oyster Man connection. Yeah, you're getting now. the Oyster oh Man. I can't man wait for the next time I see somebody eat an oyster out in public. <laughs> and I can't wait to think of all of you encountering it as well. Mm. I have a question. All right. Storage of used condoms. Body temperature in your pocket. People carry around. <laughs> Is it just permanently body... T- it's not permanently body temperature in that pocket, Dog Jen. owners carry You're gonna need bags of shit. <laughs> in no, their pockets. That's, that's, if that's you what the have ever left... I don't want to out myself here, but if oh you've ever left gosh. a condom, like, Deeply lying around for a while... Deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, they kind of dry out and they get No, no, they get watery. No, no, you would need to keep the condom preserved at 37 degrees... <laughs> You just lash it back up yourself and away you go. There you go. I think that Barbara is packing. Fine. For most of the time between clients and Oyster Man. Why not? And it's a great kind of fuck you for your next John. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? It reminds me of a time that a friend of ours, who <laughs> oh remain nameless, uh, was house-sitting a house in Australia. And uh, she was there with her boyfriend at the time and they had a ride and they were house sitting a house, but it's mostly minding the dog. So they whipped off the end of the after the I've actually after heard this. I've heard you tell this story before. Of coitus. Fired it across the room into the dog's mouth. Dog, oh, 
literally st- sitting open mouthed <laughs> like caught it like a biscuit so then it was a bank holiday over there and they were oh like we've got it this will, dog will die and then we've got to find a way to make it okay anyway the vet wasn't open blah 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 so they sat around waiting for it to fall out of his bum hole and then eventually he took a poop and then half of it was out and then they had to pull the rest of it out <laughs> and then they mailed it to Barbara in Dorset Street <laughs> 50 euro you get at least 65 for that Oh Has anyone God. ever seen people who can thread condoms up their nose and then down the other side and then go? Like even even us, even us, <laughs> really the queen like that. Even here, you found the wrong audience. Like even here, here I have yeah. no one. No. So I have just a list of the positives from eating sperm. If you'd like to hear some, yes. <laughs> uh, so we came a, to learn it's a natural antidepressant. Hey. An- anti-anxiety, melatonin, oxycotton, no, oxytocin, oxytocin, progesterone. Uh, it, ha- it has various kind of nutritional benefits, including... A man including, wrote that. A man wrote that. <laughs> it might be right. Uh, including an alternative to teeth whitening solution. <laughs> Um, it also, sadly, you can get AIDS. So that's the oh ma- major downside, in case you were wondering. And that's really the end of... Thanks, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, bring us back home, Cassie, please. <laughs> oh, just how do you follow that? Like, you really should have gone last, or not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my story is a little more fact-checked and um, a little less gross, really. So my story is about the unexplained disappearance of a 13-year-old boy called Nicholas Barkley. Oh, God, really, really brought us down here. <laughs> yes! Come on! Never heard of him. Fucking love What? It. Okay, so a lot of people might have heard about this story, right? Um, no? <laughs> There's some dude yes, who keeps no, I like, chatting this. along, but he's got like a really low voice. So I can never make out the words. It's just him going, mm. Yeah, it's like dad's. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say there? He said no. No. <laughs> okay, so... It could have only really been one of two. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nicholas Barkley went missing on 13th of June, 1994, which I could give you some cultural references yes. to what else was going on in the world. We were like... We were in... Oh, it's gone. 1994, Menendez Brothers. Oh, nice. We were Maybe? like in between... We were just before JT Leroy. Yeah. Yeah. We were... Um, we hadn't really got MSN or any of those kind of things yet. Rotten.com was Rotten. nearly Rotten.com was 1996. Okay. You guys can reference the timeline tomorrow on the Instagram. <laughs> um, so, basically, Nicholas was this kind of troubled boy living in Texas, and he had a history of criminal convictions, well, juvenile convictions for a child. And he had recently just robbed a store of shoes and he was pending a trial. And the outcome of the trial was likely going to be that he was going to be sent to a juvenile detention centre, which he really didn't want to do. So on the 13th of June, he went out to play basketball with his friends and he called home when he was finished playing. And his brother Jason answered the phone and he said, I'm finished playing basketball, would you come collect me? But their mother had been on a night shift and she refused, Jason refused to wake up the mother. He never came home. Ooh. Ooh. 
Okay. So um, the family didn't alert the police straight away. Dodgy. We've seen that before in a few stories. They didn't mm-hmm. get onto the police straight away because he had a history of running away and he was kind of a little bit troubled. So they thought he was just like gone MIA and he'd come back. And how, what long, age, how long had he been gone? He'd been gone a couple of days. He's 13. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is yeah an aside. Like my uncle once ran away to Killarney when he was about thirteen. I know, dream big. And when he came back, he was like, "I decided to come home," and nobody had realised he was gone. Well, no, this this kid and that was, was a few troubled, days. right? But he's also he's also living in a very troubled environment. So his brother and his mother are both drug users, but they're described as being very highly functional heroin users. Right. It's a little oxymoronic. Yeah, isn't it? Um, So, yeah, they didn't call the police, basically. And it wasn't until the 25th of September. So we're looking a couple of months. four months? Yeah. Until they called the police? No, no, no. They've called the police in this meantime, but he hasn't been seen. He hasn't been seen, right? Okay. So on the 20th... Very high-functioning sketch. Um, So on the 24th of September, Jason called the police and he said he saw Nicholas try to break into the family's garage, but when Nicholas saw Jason, he scattered and ran away, right? Police came, searched the area, could not find Nicholas. Nowhere to be found, never seen again. Who was he with originally when he went missing again? His pals. Okay. His basketball pals, I don't know. And there was nobody like, where did he go? Don't stop asking questions, I don't have the answer to, okay? (laughs) But then, three years later, he turns up in Spain. Okay? He said that he had been kidnapped from Texas and he had been taken to Europe and that he was part of a human uh, trafficking ring. Um, but he had escaped when a guard minding the room had kind of switched off a little bit and he got out and he ran to the phone box. Right. This smells a little off. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't heckle you during Oyster Man, Jen. Okay. (laughs) Right. So they got in touch with the family. They called the the authorities in Texas. The descriptions matched up. He was a blonde, 16-year-old. He had tattoos that matched the description that uh, this little Torag uh, Nicholas had tattoos at 13. Whatever. Um, (laughs) It's got to draw attention to your tats, Cass. (laughs) Sorry, I was older. Um, (laughs) So they decided, the family who didn't have a lot of money decided the sister would go out to the sister Carrie Gibson would travel over to Spain and meet Nicholas and bring him home okay so when she arrived in Spain she was overcome with emotion ran hugged her brother was the delighted the mother never wants to collect him like I, I was thinking about this for four years and she's like you go I'm high functioning but you go yeah. there's a lot there's a lot going on there with the mother but um, Carrie had never been on an aeroplane, so they decided that she would fly to Spain. Yeah, they genuinely decided she should fly to Spain because she'd never been on a plane. Fair. So um, in the time that Nicholas had disappeared, Carrie had become really fascinated with stories of child abuse and abduction. Obviously, they assumed that that's what had happened to Nicholas, so she got really into it. So she was really highly alert to like the changes that might occur in his personality and his physical appearance. Right. Right. So uh, when, she, when she came into contact with Nicholas, she said she had little doubt it was her brother. She was delighted. Did she confuse that phrase? <laughs> she said it was him, right? But she sat down with him then. Unfolded umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Words can be tricky. Words. Like, words can be hard. 
she sat down with him then and started going through family photos, which people thought was quite odd. But she was going through and showing him where people were in the last three years, what had happened, and naming people in the pictures. Right? This is Mama. <laughs> you remember her, Mama? <laughs> so everyone was delighted. Um, Nicholas seemed really subdued, but uh, they described him as having the exact same nose as their Uncle Pat. No doubt that this was Nicholas, right? It was so two everyone, years or Three something. years, That's three years. Now so this is where the visuals would come in really handy. I really want to show you a picture of Nicholas when he went missing. Yeah. Come on. And Nicholas when he was discovered. Bearing in mind... I like the way we have an extra small laptop. <laughs> okay. Look, everyone this can see This is Nicholas that. when he went missing, right? Yeah. An average blonde-haired, blue-eyed, 13-year-old boy. Yeah. This is Nicholas when he was found. No. <laughs> Absolutely wrong. Okay. Um, he is the guy from the fucking Stone Roses. Um, he's, Ian he's, a, he's a different race. Sorry, he had been through unimaginable abuse, okay? Allowing for the changes in his physical appearance and personality. Little doubt. Little, I think and there was also he'd gone through puberty. Yeah, I mean, we've all been through puberty. It's and he had the tattoos. He had the tattoos. Okay, that's he had something. The tattoos. He had the tattoos. He had the, the same tattoos. He's Uncle Pat's nose. The family are calling him on. Nicholas. He didn't have Uncle Pat's nose at seven or, or, uh, 13. or 13. He grew into it. Right. Right, so everyone, everyone was delighted and they all... You keep it turned around. Yeah. Oh, for as long as it stays on. Uh, that guy, like 30 seconds. He shaves like seven times a day. <laughs> but do you remember there was that one guy in third year? Yeah. That was like, he couldn't keep on top of it. I mean, he'd actually, yeah, he'd only Roaring be in third year. Away, like. okay. So, everyone gathered at the airport to greet Nicholas on his way home, except for Jason. Were they wearing name tags? No, he had, he had the the photographic reminding okay. book. <laughs> so here's what happened to him when he was abducted, according to Nicholas <laughs> and my sources. So he had been experimented on. He'd been tortured. He'd been forbidden to speak English for three years. So when Nicholas did speak again, he had a French accent. <laughs> But because he, could, he couldn't speak English, so he picked up a twang in captivity. Also, his eyes had been blue. His eyes had been blue when he was 13, but they injected chemicals into his pupils. So his eyes were now brown. Well, what's in it for the family? Like, why would the sister... Oh, pay attention, Jen. Okay. Just keep paying attention, okay. right? So... Uh, naturally, the media were fascinated by this story, as you would be, as we all are. So they started to uh, they started to, to kind of feature him and feature Nicholas and the family when he'd moved back in, right? So when he went back to Texas, he couldn't move in with the mother because she worked nights and was a functioning drug addict. So he went and he lived in a trailer with the sister and the sister's husband and her kids, right? Really small, cramped space. But apparently he settled into life really well. Um, he was slightly withdrawn, but that's to be expected. There was then a TV program. Oh, and all the while, like, he got a passport to go back to the States. Um, no, they just totally took it fine. as, this is him. Well, the sister came along and was like, this is Nicholas. This is my brother. Sure. 
you know, and then, yeah, flew him back. Uncle Pat's nose, like, it's all little well and good, right? Little doubt. Did, did he go back to school? He went back to school, right? Now, he went back to school. I didn't go too much into it. He went back into school, but he, um, he soon dropped out because someone was bullying him because he sounded Norwegian. So um, he, yeah, he didn't really settle back in. So he, yeah, exactly. he, he dropped out of school or whatever. But there was a, a lot of media attention around him. And one particular program um, called Hard Copy were really fascinated with the story. Now, also at the time, the FBI started an investigation because he had said he'd been abducted in Texas. So obviously the FBI were like, we need to know about that. So let's kind of gather the facts. Right. So hard copy hired a private investigator called Charlie Parker. Now, Charlie Parker was in his 50s. He was only recently a private investigator. He had been a lumber salesman before that. (laughs) But he, in his 50s, sort of uncovered his real passion for solving cold cases. And he voluntarily started solving crimes. And he was actually quite good at it. So he would stake out people's houses and uh, he would figure out what was going on. Big camera, all that kind of stuff. Infrared binoculars. And um, he had successfully solved a couple of cold cases and then started a murder club called Murder Club, (laughs) (laughs) where he would gather with his pals. He's a zeitgeist surfer. Yeah, he would gather with them and they would solve cold cases. But then in 1995, he actually got his investigator license. So two years before um, Nicholas was reunited with his family. He got his private investigator license. So hard copy hired Charlie to go and investigate and interview Nicholas and uh, just figure out the facts of what had gone on. It, not in a view to prove him wrong, but just kind of piece together what had happened and this trauma that had occurred in, in Europe. The Barclay family didn't really want Nicholas to talk too much on the camera, but Nicholas insisted on doing it. He was, he was home for about three weeks when he agreed to do the interview and he was kind of reportedly getting a little bit bored and decided that he wanted to speak on the interview. Charlie Parker described him as being quite void of emotion when he was doing the interview. He said his body language was really off, but like he was grand. But it was during the interview that our little sleuth Charlie Parker was like, look at his ears and zoomed in, got the cameraman to zoom in on his ears and just capture an image of that. And then he stole a picture of Nicholas from the caravan or trailer, whatever, when he was on his way out. And then back at the office, he compared the two pictures. Now, I don't know if you know this, but apparently your ears don't age and they're like as unique as fingerprints. So he noticed, he noticed that the ears didn't match. I mean, there's a lot of other red flags, (laughs) sorry. But he noticed. We were all like, oh! <laughs> wow! But it was the years that gave him away, right? So Parker then started calling around and he called several eye doctors. And they well, all... they got to do it then. Because he was like, can you oh, change yeah. the color of someone's eyes with chemicals? And all of them said, no. <laughs> then he called a dialect expert and said... Would it be unusual for someone to pick up a French accent <laughs> after three years in captivity? And he said it would be unusual <laughs> that even if they weren't allowed to speak English, that he still would have adapted to his usual accent when he had returned to his home environment. Mm. So Parker quickly came to the conclusion that it was not Nicholas. <laughs> there you go. Took, a, took a, a part-time sleuth in his 50s, right? 
So meanwhile, though, the FBI were conducting their own investigation and um, they also had their doubts, obviously. So under the guise of taking Nicholas to treatment for his trauma, an FBI agent called Nancy Fisher took him to a, um, a psychotherapist and psychiatrist. And that person concluded that given his syntax and his formation of language, that he was not American. There was no way he could have been American raised as a, a, a natural English speaker. So then when they approached uh, Beverly, who's Nicholas's mother, for DNA samples and fingerprint samples, she fell to the ground and she refused. She was like, how can you doubt that this is my son? This is my son. I'm absolutely not cooperating. I'm not giving you DNA. Don't want to participate in this anymore, right? Dodgy. <laughs> it's like Madeleine McCann coming back as twink or something. <laughs> Sorry. Completely insensitive, but anyway. This whole thing is insensitive. Anyway, anyway, on the 5th of March 1998, the authorities then uh, got a warrant for the DNA samples because, like, we have to, we just have to assert whether this is him or not, right? Um, So then. During this, so then it was Charlie Parker went to the house to collect the DNA samples and he took Nicholas to a diner to get some food. And uh, he said to Nicholas, you've upset your mother. And Nicholas turned around and said, she's not my mother and you know it. So he had gotten... His like, English got good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do the twang. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not, right? So then when Parker pressed him for his true identity, he turned out to be 23-year-old Frederick Borden, who was wanted by Interpol and has, throughout his life, adopted dozens and dozens and dozens of multiple personalities, right? So Parker went to the toilet and called Fisher and she said to, to halt him. And then they went and they basically ultimately arrested him. And he was sentenced to... But, Parker went to the jacket. Because he called him there. He went to the toilet, he called the FBI agent from the toilet, I thought it was important, came back out, continued on the conversation with Frederick. So what the hell, what has this family got to do with this? How did he get in touch with them? Right, so this is how it all occurred, right? By 1997, so during his teens, uh, Frederick had invented multiple identities and personalities and scenarios. There is loads of them. Like if anyone's listened to the GPO girl episode, she had dozens of personalities. He has like so many more. But he was was, uh, convicted of offenses and he had spent time in prison for them. He's also 23, so he's been trialed as an adult. So it was in 1997, he was a 23 year old old, and he was going around Spain and he had taken himself to a children's home and reported that he was a lost missing boy. And then the people in the children's home asked him to prove that he was a teenager and they gave him 24 hours to prove his identity as a teenager. How would you go about that? (laughs) So, Um. (laughs) So he asked them, could he borrow their office and make a phone call? And he called the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children in Virginia. And he... Just off the top of his head. Yeah. He just looked up the number and called them, right? Which, in English, which he had like picked up on his travels. Another minor detail. Um, and he claimed to be the director of the, the children's shelter. 
and he said that a boy had wandered in and that he described the boy and then this person in the missing child centre said oh that matches the description of this boy from Texas who's been missing since 1990 whatever it was 1995 1994 so the person in the missing centre missing person centre said that she would fax over a flyer of Nicholas, Frederick was like, yeah, fax it on over, gave the fax number, was still in the office, got the fax, looked at the picture. It was in black and white, crucially. And uh, he looked at it and he was like, ah, yeah, I could pass for this boy. When they then posted them a color picture, he realized that uh, he realized that the boy had been blonde and blue eyed. (laughs) And he was like really dark, like dark, dark hair. He's just in grey skin. Yeah, <laughs> really dark. So he um, he then bleached his hair, which just passed off as blonde the whole time. Um, so then, yeah, it just basically it was it was like two massive, awful stories coming together. A family. But why who's did so, they? Because it's it's been suspected that, and nothing has been proved. But um, it's been suspected that Jason, the brother, killed Nicholas. Oh, right? God. So That's apparently desperate. all of this came out then after Nicholas or after Frederick was discovered to not be Nicholas. He then turned the investigation around and went back to the FBI. And he was like, that family knew it wasn't me from the start. Obviously. <laughs> like, obviously, I feel. Oh yeah. my God, imagine I'm, being imagine Frederick me. at the family dinner and being yes. like, these fucking people. Frederick himself. Yeah. <laughs> Like up to way more than I'm yeah. up to. But like, imagine being the brother and be like, oh my God. <laughs> Frederick this is himself. Amazing. This is fantastic. Frederick himself said, I'm a good con artist, but I'm not that good. <laughs> right? Okay, I, gotta, I gotta stop you right there. Was he good? He was, I mean, he was good. No, he, he just stumbled onto a family that like so, needed a body. Amazing. He, um, yeah, basically he had even after the after he was discovered to be Frederick, he then told the FBI that like at one point, uh, Beverly, the mother had said, I know you're not my son. You've been sent from hell. I don't know why I'm doing that, like why this is happening. Jason never like only once came to see him when he was in the trailer about Obviously. six weeks after he had arrived yeah. home and gave him a cross and was like, this is yours. But like didn't go to the airport didn't have any real interest in uh, in meeting his brother. Oh my God. He'd killed him. Imagine the sister like meeting him in Spain, going in for the hug in the ear. She's like, my brother Just killed my, my yeah. brother killed this boy. Come on. Yeah. But Just like, come with me on this journey. What are the chances that he would pick up the phone, call the missing child center, get like identify as a missing child who's been obviously killed or murdered by his family and then just fit right in and go with it. Anyway, everybody went with it except for Charlie Parker. Nice. Um, so Murder club. Frederick- Charlie ruins Christmas again. Yeah, exactly. Frederick was actually sentenced to six years in prison, uh, which he served in the States. But then when he was released in 2003, he assumed the identity of a 14-year-old boy and did it again. In August 2004, he was in Spain. He did it again. Uh, this time he pretended to be uh, the son of a woman who'd been killed in the Madrid bombing attacks. In oh, 2000- Frederick Lowe. In 2005, yeah. he did it again. <laughs> this time claiming that his parents had been killed in a car accident. Uh, he dressed as a teenager, adopted a different walking style. I love that. It's the best shit ever. Covered, that's that's covered. come up before. <laughs> Somebody else had a limp, didn't covered, they? Uh, covered his receding hairline with a baseball cap, saying that he had scars on his head. Um, so yeah, he just continued to do it for, for pretty much all his life until 2007, when he married a French woman. 
Yeah. And they had five children together. Now... Jesus, so you know. Yeah. He kind of settled down. Kind of. Like, do um, women just marry anybody? anybody? Yeah. Um, yes. But he now... So, somebody, when you so were describing depressing. the oyster man, somebody said, my husband. <laughs> she put her hand up. <laughs> I heard you. Not because of the condoms. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I think it was the tracksuit bottom shiny shoes. Brown the brown shoes, shoes. Jersey bobs. Um, <laughs> it's nearly worse. Yeah, so, so that's pretty much it for Frederick. He had those five kids in 2007. In 2017, <laughs> no, he had them. In 2017, he announced that his wife had left him for another man. And now he makes YouTube videos with his children and spends... Like, <gasps> oh my God! He's a YouTube dad. He's a YouTuber. And he um, spends a lot of his time on Facebook defending Michael Jackson. Impersonates dead and missing children, and that gets the biggest. <laughs> no, I think that's right. That's correct. So that's it. That's he's he's known as the greatest con man in modern history, the greatest imposter. On a walk. On a and the imposter is a really good film. Yeah. So there was. There's loads of. There's actually a. Um, there's a documentary called The Imposter in which he's interviewed. It's so creepy. And then there's also a dramatization of. The f- of the story as well there's loads of yeah awesome thank you Cassie you're welcome <laughs> is everybody ready for the most disgusting tale of the night no- oh man it will <laughs> I don't know is it um, so in researching this I kind of had to do like two kind of sessions and after each I could only eat kind of like sort of plain dry food <laughs> for quite a long time. And you time. love food. And I love, like, I I would, like, you know, i snack something. at a funeral. Like, I, <laughs> nothing really kills my appetite. So, I am sorry in advance. Um, okay, so. You tell me when you want the visuals of. Uh, okay, oh so yeah. So, Jen and I each had a slide. Hold on, do you want to pause Sophie's for a wee break? Sophie's nine slide. Yeah. Do people want to go for a wee break? There's one toilet. There's so only one there's toilet. Anyone, so exactly. Let's not and say we did. <laughs> um, okay, so the clickbaity headline for this was provided by Seb, um, my husband, who when I kind of told, gave him the gist, he said, and people think veganism is hard. Oh. Is that, no. the, is that the... That's the clickbait headline. Very good. Okay, so this story came to me from a listener whose message simply said, please do Armin Muse. Oh. Uh. It's the please, like the pleading. Somebody wanted this so badly. They're going to be nude right now listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just rubbing used condoms on their body and torso. In front of a mirror. Don't forget the open umbrella. <laughs> could dangle them off the edge. Okay, so... That'd be the worst mobile of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Michael Jackson's. So. <laughs> I can't even believe, like, I had forgotten all about that baby dangling. And then I was like... Oh, Jesus. I didn't even mean that, but yeah, forgot, yeah. Oh, do you remember when he just, yes. like, dangled the baby? And there's like... Wow, like there was, somebody should do a list of things that we totally got over Michael Jackson They're doing. They just released a documentary. Oh, the <laughs> 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 yes. 
I saw that. Um, I don't know why I went on a real spate of watching um, fucking Lisa Marie Presley interviews after Neverland. Yeah. Like, if anyone so was looking I. for something like to do that was uplifting after Neverland, I highly recommend no. Lisa Watch Marie's Latoya's reality show. It's all on YouTube. <laughs> it's totally bizarre, but it's amazing. Anyway, okay. Sorry. So, um, Armin Muse was um, born in Germany in uh, Castle and he Castle in Castle 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 I'm looking at the low talker <laughs> Castle Castle Belt yeah. Castle presumably <laughs> it's not in a castle it's a place and um, so he grew up to be a computer technician um, but it is said he had a very lonely childhood um, his father was a stern man who was very disinterested in his son and he left when Muse was eight years old. And the dad, like, abandoned the family, never made contact with them again. Um, he later told authorities that his son Armin had been a well-behaved little boy but had been obsessed with the story of Hansel and Gretel. In particular, the chapter about fattening up Hansel <laughs> to cook and eat him. You whispered that last bit. To cook and eat him. <laughs> so, with the dad out of the picture, we can now get on to the kind of traditional mother bashing that always arises when we examine what went wrong. What did she do to him? Well, <laughs> Waltrow, the muse. mother, she sounds cuddly. <laughs> She's just one of those really nice mams. Waltrow. Um, so Waltrow, by all accounts, was the cause of Armin's fuck-uppery, which is very irritating. I don't know if anyone else here is a mother, but for fuck's sake, like, genuinely stop blaming them. Thank you. It's not. It's always. Anyway, now, though, she did do some iffy things, but... So... Um, so at 12, right? Um, oh, sorry. So, yes. <laughs> Waltrow was... Okay, so like, here's the kind of iffy things that she was accused of doing. Um, often admonishing him in public and insisting on accompanying him everywhere. Mm, which sounds just like sounds parenting. like parenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, when he was 12, Muse created an imaginary brother called Frankie. Um, 12 Aww. is late. It's late. <laughs> For an imaginary friend, isn't it? Brother. Brother. He's lonely. He's, He's lonely. just lonely. Did he just get lonely at 12? Or? No, I think he'd, it is like he was lonely. He was a lonely boy. Right. He created an imaginary brother through whom he vented his first cannibalistic thoughts. How do we know? Imaginary <laughs> friends can't tell on you. <laughs> well, Armin was really chatty later. Right. <laughs> okay, so Armin later said also that Frankie would listen to him in a way that Waltrow, his mother, never did. Um, he also around this time started to fantasise about eating his friends so that they would become a part of him and stay with him forever. <laughs> Would you, would you listen? Which is actually like, oh my God, I feel seen. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's disgusting. It's vile. 
But it's kind of nice. It is kind of nice. It's like kind the of intention. Like one article, and I really fucking take issue with this, but quote, a desperate solution for a very lonely and misunderstood only child. And as an only child myself, I massively fucking resent this. You did just say you related to him. Exactly. (laughs) What did she say? I feel seen. Yeah. Quote, Sophie White feels seen. By cannibal. I mean, I had three siblings. I've never thought about eating somebody. Not even one of them? No. No, because you had, like, you know, siblings. siblings. And, okay, maybe. But also, is there any other only children? Also. Yeah. And look at them here attending the creep dive. Thank you. And have you thought about eating people? <laughs> I have so much since researching this, and I genuinely, I'm, I'm now not sold. Um, so, in, okay, wait, can we have a picture of young Armin? And I think we have a picture of Waltrow as well. Nice. They're not in the same one, though, because they were... <laughs> Is this Armin? There's Armin. <laughs> Bless. Aww. Yeah. He looks quite Irish, really, He looks he? like an average Irish male. Um, I mean, with he's a lot of... Which is Waltrow? Waltrow is the one who's not a young man. Like, there's no... (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely couldn't tell. So there's... There's Waltrow. Exactly, sorry. Is this a young man? Yeah, it's the young guy. Yeah. Armin... By the way, I think Armin kind of got hot. We'll see. (laughs) Susan wishes. (laughs) She does have a Subo... Thing. She does have a subo look about it. Can I just say well, you show me the no next way slide. Armin did not eat his own sperm? Okay. Like, I surely, like that would be I on your think, way to. I think that yeah. um, we really appreciate the Oyster Man story, but we don't have to reference it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> ever again. This Point genuinely taken. will leave you feeling sicker, I think. Okay. Oh. Fun. Um, so, <laughs> I think rather than blame Waltrow for everything, how about don't raise your son in some fucking location for hostel or something. That's the Armin family home. It's fucking terrifying. If that's not even terrifying enough, inside the house, the rooms had their own names that Waltrow made up, right? I actually think that looks like the dream. There's a bit of land. (laughs) There's some really high ceilings there. You could have a little chicken coop. Okay, that's that's rental crisis goggles. That is not a fun house. Anyway, they had names, like the rooms were named things like the Morning Dew Room. That's D-E-W. I have an issue with pronouncing. Dew. I didn't even bat an eyelid because I know this is Germany. (laughs) Okay. Um, And sunlight was another room, which sounds lovely. Yeah, it's probably one of those rooms with the lovely dormers. Positive. Look, it's probably one of them. Almost all the rooms had lovely, lovely names. You've just taken a picture of it in the winter, like in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely, in the summer, that's a beautiful home. Okay. Okay. Don't bring... Do you want to see some of the interiors? Yeah, go on. Just flick ahead there. Wait, look at past that. There. Oh, the okay. <laughs> Fixer upper. Fixer upper. <laughs> That's the Low in point. need of modernization. That's yeah. it. Anyone who's done the house hell. 
Yeah. Kind yeah. of a reno. Yeah. Grand. Yeah. It has potential. Yeah. <laughs> Screams it's a grand size. I'll say that. It's a grand size for a bathroom. Like. Grand size, not overlooked. No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, rooms inside the house all had lovely names, except, of course, Armin's room, which was located at the end of a dark hallway, outside of which was an engraved brass plaque that read starkly, child's room. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Like, if you're going to the trouble of engraving brass. So you're taking a left at su- sunlight. <laughs> sunlight. Down right the hall. at dewdrop. And then, boom. And then, hang a sharp halt. Child's room. <laughs> I would contest the dark hallways, though, because I just counted 14 windows in yeah. this picture alone. Like, uh, it is... <laughs> Leave it alone. It is a generous home. It is generous. 14 windows, and I'm only seeing two sides. Oh, okay. There were a couple of things about Armin's childhood, a few bits and bobs that went a little bit beyond just the weirdness of being an only child. So it's the early 70s, and his school friends were enjoying jeans... Not Armin. Waltrow <laughs> insisted that he continue wearing the traditional lederhosen shorts. Um, which is just fucking begging the universe yeah. to give you a cannibal child. <laughs> um, when he was a young man, one of the rare guests at the old house witnessed her ordering him to bed because the clock had struck 10. That doesn't strike me as that bad. That's I don't know. just parenting That's just again. parenting and that's late, yeah. What age is he at again? 12 and he's going to bed at 10 o'clock? He's like 13, 14 oh, around fair. then. He got totally a lift. Um, he did say that he, as a teenager, became very, very interested in the crimes of Fritz Harman. Sounds bad. Who mm. is... Um, Have you ever met a Fritz that wasn't bad? <laughs> Yeah. Oh. I'm trying to think now. Fritzel. Fritzel, not great. <laughs> One time I was reading this like big piece about Fritzel and my two-year-old came in and pointed at the picture and said, Dada. <laughs> it's true. Um, Fritz Harmon was uh, known as the Vampire of Hanover and he was active in the 1920s. So he, he, Armin was interested in history. That's all, history. Harmon butchered his victims and drank their blood, hence vampire. Still history. <laughs> Still history. And it was before vampires were all like hot and on trend. Um, so Muse, this is where Muse starts to escalate, as they say. Um, <laughs> but so crappily, he bought a Barbie doll and dismembered it. That's We've all done that. Scratch an itch. We've That's all done that. We're gonna do it. Oh, we know that. But if you think it's the seventies, there's so little for him. Like Barbie dolls available? Well, no, I, t- I mean, like in terms of the internet, even. Oh, I see. Do you know that kind of way? What about small animals? I don't know why I'm thinking. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm not saying. I'm not suggesting it. But I don't think he ever was interested in outside of his own race and his own self. Uh, what are we again? People. Oh, sorry, he, ju- he just yeah, was interested. Do you think he was shaving bits off himself? Do you think it starts with snot? <laughs> and then just... And, just, and um, you just, then you just keep just deeper. I don't think so. Your friends. I don't think so. 
Um, now, this was a bit of, I would have said no, I'll try, no. Um, she, this is back to like the mom being um, a really shit mom. Um, she, did, so she didn't know anything about his like predilection for dismemberment of Barbies. And also probably would have been unconcerned because also like Barbies, like, that's Grant. Their, their heads are always gone. And like, yeah. I remember he used to shear off their hair. And yeah. Were, you have two minutes in the hands of a child and it looks terrifying. Yeah. So not a worry there. And um, Armin was starting to have questions about his sexuality. And I suppose possibly not helping on this matter. Whenever he took a girl on a date, Waltrow accompanied them and sat in the back seat of the car. Oh. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let's just dial forward to 1999, Waltrow dies. Okay. Leaving Armin alone in, in the that large gorgeous house. house. <laughs> it's huge, it's really big. <laughs> I'm still like looking at it over here, guys. I keep getting distracted. Cassie has started a Pinterest board. <laughs> I just think it has potential. Huge potential. Huge potential. <laughs> so, in fairness to Armin now, he did care for Waltrow. After, after she, was, she had died, like... You're off the mic, Jen. Um, did he care for her after she had died? But you said he... No, sorry. In the last years of her life, Armin cared for Waltrow. Um, she died of cancer and he did nurse her. I mean, I don't know why, like... It doesn't negate anything else that he then went on to do. So I don't know why I'm trying to like get us all back on side with Armin. Except that I just feel like I know the pain of being way out there on a limb, you know? You're really identical. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm so pres- glad there's witnesses here. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable now and I feel like my face is being illuminated from a really bad angle <laughs> as well. This is not looking good for me. Okay, so... Totally alone for the first time in his life. Remember, in the back fucking seat, like... Armin, Armin! You can just imagine her fucking backseat driving his fucking groping. You know? Anyway. Um, She's not enjoying that. (laughs) Armin, no, Armin, it's much more like this. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) without the demands of his controlling mother, he reportedly constructed... A shrine to her in the house. Oh. Complete. With a plastic mannequin that he would lay on a pillow each night. Which is just, that's, that's is he getting loving. <laughs> oh, who said that? Wait, who? No. What? It's he you just, again. <laughs> he just loves his mother. Just loves his mother. Exactly. Mama. Mama. Waltrout. <laughs> Mama, didn't, didn't the character in Psycho do that? Yeah. yeah. Um, which Bates. is based on Ed Gein. And so Ed Gein started that whole thing. In okay. like, so he was like the OG. Right, good enough. Not to be like, oh, like I only like the early stuff. But <laughs> he made beautiful lamps. You should put them on the Pinterest board. Uh, no. Does everyone know and love Ed Gein as much as me? Yes, okay, excellent. Thank you. Belt. Belt. The nipple belt. Oh my god. Will we do like just a fast Google of nipple belt for everyone to enjoy it? No. Okay. Okay. Don't forget homework this evening is Google the nipple belt. 
Okay, so um, <laughs> so alone finally with Waltrow out of the fucking picture, and presumably he's now he's probably still sleeping in child's room, <laughs> just like furiously wanking in there. You oh know my god, it. you took it darker than it needed to be. Sorry. She's just Googled the nipple belt. Um, okay, so at one point... So, oh my God. I was like, as I Googled nipple belt, I was like, there's a hell of a lot of other things that could appear that would have been better than... You guys are too far away to see the details of... Um, like the areola and everything is like yeah. still very much... Different people. I didn't think they'd go... Like crispy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're actually looking like probably. Cathy's <laughs> 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 counting. What do you think you'd need There's about eight, eight women? And a half people in this <laughs> in this one nipple belt. Eight and a half. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Segway. Back in the room. So. He's trying to bring his, like, slightly outre fantasies into reality. And at one point, he fashions pieces of pork into the shape of a penis and ate it. That's a sausage. That's a sausage. (laughs) That's just a regular sausage. I know. He's just a bad butcher. Like, (laughs) just silly. Yeah, yeah. It's a bratwurst. I know. It's just. I sick. He's sick. Sicko. <laughs> I just. I just. I just feel bad for him because he obviously hadn't even heard of Billy Roll, which would have been so much fun for him. Okay. I really want someone to make a video about how they make Billy Roll, but anyway. That's just a little request from me to the universe. So he has admitted that he had an overwhelming desire to eat a person, to consume someone utterly. It was linked inextricably to increasingly strong homosexual tendencies. I think Armin was quite confused about what homosexual tendencies were. (laughs) I'm just going to go out on a limb. And call that one. I don't know what the fuck Waltro had told him, but he, like, I bet you Waltro was like, he's absolutely gay. I need to yeah. scare him out of it. Yeah. So, you do you know what gays do? <laughs> don't you, Armin? Yeah. Armin just like retreats to child's room furiously. Like. She's running her fingers through her nipple belt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. So, this is now where I actually am like, yay, go Armin, momentarily. Armin gets the internet. Yay! yay. Now, he's a computer technician, so Sorry, I can't believe it we, took him this long. If, if we know one thing for sure, it's that the internet's a dangerous place for a pervert. A pervert. A pervert. <laughs> okay, so, that's how he found his way into a forum called... Cannibal Cafe. Oh. What do you want me to do with the mic? Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, okay. All right, so I guess I'm the expendable. <laughs> Your commentary... Got the hint. ...is weak. 
<laughs> cut, cut, cut it. You're just so it. loud that that'll pick you up as well. It's all good. Okay, Cannibal Cafe. It's a forum I spent some time on myself today. I highly recommend, actually. I really enjoyed oh, it. Oh. Real cannibals. Oh. I've got some screen grabs from my foray into Cannibal Cafe. So it is actually, yeah, it is defunct, but there's an archive link on Reddit. And I had great time. So we'll talk about that in a sec. So on Cannibal Cafe, which is a proper kind of like early 2000s forum, yellow text on black. Do you want to mm-hmm. flash it up there? You know, it's just like very hard on the eyes. <laughs> Do we all remember this shite? I got this uh, screenshot earlier on to put into the presentation and I kept it like this instead of cropping it because I wanted to make everyone aware that Sophie has 6,360 unread emails <laughs> in this chat over here. Shaming me. Yeah. I just, I'm just comfortable in chaos, you know? It's just my natural state. 6,360. Chaos could be my middle name. 6, that would be cool. Okay. So anyway, in 2000, uh, Armin posted a message saying, I'm looking for a young, well-built man, aged 18 to 30, to slaughter and consume. <laughs> Several men responded. It's just polite, isn't it, that he asked first? I mean, rather than going and getting one. Okay, so one guy... Um, like fully went out to meet Armin. His name was Borg Jose. And while Armin was setting the table, um, Borg suddenly complained of feeling ill and said that he'd like to leave. Mm. So this, it was important to your man that, every, that everyone was consenting. That it was consensual. So Armin was like, Borg, are you okay? And Borg was like, no, I'm not feeling great, actually. And Armin, like, put down the knives and he was like, do you want to just, do you want to head it? Or do you want to get a bit of air? Will I get you a glass? Or or do you want to just go? Do you want to go home? And And Borg was like, yeah, I just want to go home. And Armin was like, okay, cool. You know. (laughs) And Borg headed off. How disappointing for us. So close. Why do you have to be so withholding with my hugs? I didn't know you were going to hug and then kiss me at the time. <laughs> you're also telling a very graphic story about a cannibal. Yeah, you're moving. I could tell she couldn't, she didn't know how the kiss was going to go. expressed an interest in eating your friends. <laughs> okay. So the final man to reply to Armin's internet ad was called Burned Jorgen Brand. Sexy. He was a 43-year-old. He's an engineer, bisexual. He wrote to Muse on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day, saying that he would love to come and be eaten. So before Brand responded to Armin and arranged their encounter, he was known by all his friends to be, like, very successful. He was financially doing well. He was a young professional with a steady girlfriend. Oops. Um, nope. She later said that they enjoyed a healthy sex life. So hang on a sec. So it seems out of nowhere. Unlikely. But, but there's a whole, like, email trail. So there's loads and loads of emails between Armin and Brand discussing how he should be eaten, how his body was to be used afterwards. How was he going to die? Brand even suggested... Brand suggested that his skull be used as an ashtray. Oh, this is ringing a bell. (laughs) Yeah, nobody else I've heard this. There's there's something... I'm feeling like something happens in a bath. Yeah. 
But you just saw a picture of a bat. No, I do know the story now. <laughs> so hang on. I was just getting confused with all the other like uh, the cannibal tales that I have stored okay. in my mind. Okay. There's no, I need to that's know how, we do, how the not. killing would take place. Okay, well, uh, well sorry. <laughs> that's what we're here to discuss. I know. Okay, sorry. So they arranged to meet on the 9th of March, which is very soon after. It's like nearly, it's just like three weeks later. And uh, Brand is heading up to the old murder house. I don't like it being called that. <laughs> Just trotting off for dinner and a death with my internet friend. Okay. And um, so they made a videotape. Oh, are we a like- four hour long videotape? Really has to be 60 seconds or less now to capture someone's attention, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit much. Just a boomerang. Basically. Yeah. Um, I don't have any of the videotape. Does it exist? Apparently, okay, I tried really fucking hard. <laughs> I'll just admit it, and I couldn't. Okay, because it's evidence, like it's something, evidence. something dark obviously occurs. All I'd want to see is the start. No. Like the intros. Just, yeah, like, well, Like yeah. in the way the start of a porno is always gas. Like, yeah, the kind of bit of <laughs> nod like we to all dialogue. know where this is going. Yeah. They're there, like... So what did you think of the local sports team? You know, exactly. And it's like small talk. You have but hours left on yeah. this earth. Okay, did I so introduce you to my parents though? Did I like, <laughs> did I like by name say Tom and Trish, Jen and Sophie? <laughs> We're close now, Cassie. Got the wave off Trish. Okay, so, um, so in the videotape, it shows, okay, I think that they have sex first in the videotape. So they that's Had that. sex, which I feel like is nice because Brand had an orgasm before heading yeah. off. Um, they, okay. <laughs> so by agreement, right? This is what Brand wanted. Okay. This is the, like, this is dinner. Dinner wanted this. Okay. He wanted Armin to, like, chew off his dick. I know, I'm sorry. And I'm really sorry for people who have dicks. Okay. There's no way you would be able to sit through that, even though you, you wanted it. Okay, so before doing so, this is key, Brand swallowed 20 sleeping pills and a bottle of cough syrup. That's how. Yes. <laughs> so Brand yes. was in a coma. No. Yeah. He's definitely conscious enough to be like, sort of like encouraging Armin as he's like trying and trying with the dick. Very diff, couldn't but get through it. But actually couldn't get through it. Needed an old tip from Lorena Bobbitt. If anyone oh. enjoyed that episode of The Creep Dive. Um, I'm seeing a real disgusting theme emerge and I'm just going to, I'm just going to chop it out here. This is the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for that one. Um, the okay. last dismemberment of the pain yeah. story. I'll just hop okay. skip through this bit really fast. It makes me feel so okay, uncomfortable. He couldn't chew it off. And I think Brand was like, come on, come. No, he was more like, come on. Instead of fucking chew it off. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I just come back from that. And Iron Man was obviously like, <laughs> And like probably furiously wanking at the same time. Obviously. Obviously. This is the whole point of the wall trout mannequins just in the corner of the room going, I mean Armin, Armin News. You can't even chew off a man. This is not the son I raised. I told you what the homosexuals get up to. 
And what a letter. So anyway, he got a knife and he cut it off because he couldn't chew it. And then he fried it in a pan with salt, pepper, wine, garlic. And he used a little bit of brand's fat to try and moisten the pan. I'm sorry, that's the worst sentence in the whole thing. I highlighted it in yellow so that I'd read it fast. And then... <laughs> He like, he like cut it up and like oh it's just like you know it's like fucking not you know it's unyielding yeah. those fucking pricks I'd say it's very hard <laughs> bit of meat um, he was there like trying to feed Brand his own dick again at Brand's request like Brand wanted this there's so many people touching their faces right now according to who but why did Brand get so off his face if he couldn't enjoy or be present through anything? I know, anything? Armin was like, come on, come on. And Brand's like, this is, too is this, chewy. Yeah. Too chewy. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, Lydia was like, according to who? According to Fair the former video Surely you're, d- oh yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Imagine the fucking police who had to watch the four hours of it. So you're not getting those hours back. No. That's they probably the had to like, find a female officer somewhere in Germany and bring her in to watch it. Do you think it would be easier for her? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could watch someone chew off a tit. No. Wouldn't want that. Okay. Um, So anyway, like, Branch was just like, just too fucked and he kind of was like, but it was kind of hard to chew it anyway and it wasn't happening. Just wasn't happening, right? So then, um, Armin ran him a bath in that lovely bathroom. Spacious bathroom. Imagine Brand came in there and he was like, and this is where I'm going to die. Like, it's, it's literally one of those, like, you know, the 70s avocado colored bath suites. Did everyone, did no one have those? Yeah. Can we just assume though? um, Matt that hugged the the bottom of the toilet. Why the fuck were they around for so long? Um, can we just assume that that picture was taken after the incident and it might have been quite yeah. a nice bathroom before? Could have been nice. Okay. <laughs> Go Somebody see probably the lives in the house. I mean, you could find out. It's you probably could an Airbnb. An ad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So Moose, I'm sorry, Armin. Armin Moose. Put Brand in the bath, self-care, and um, left him there to bleed out. And pass away. Just the way you saw yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Armin wasn't really interested in that bit. And he went off to read a Star Trek novel. Or a Star Trek. So that was it? Just said Star Trek. Is that, that's it? That's all, the, it was just chewing of the dick and then the frying and eat, and that was it? Don't yeah, feel well, like that's no, that's sadly. Just, right. I was just going to say, it's very wasteful. I mean, there's... No, a not at all. He didn't waste a... But he didn't waste a bite of this guy. Um, so poor old Brand actually just went real slow. Obviously. He had you know. a, like, depending on the size. And he like, very at small. one point he kind of tried to get out of the bath and it was kind of oh, messy. Jesus. And then Armin went back in. And I presume he was like kind of, <laughs> what do you got? But I'm just, but like, do you know what is a nice detail that you oh, probably can't here. see? <laughs> there are two rubber duckies on the edge of this bath here. Horrifying. Yeah. That's cute. Really? How clean are they? They're grey. They're grey. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, uh, so Armin came back in, could see that like he probably needed to kind of speed things up a bit. Like to be humane about it. Mm. I presume he just like put a little 
bookmark in the Star Trek novel, <laughs> stabbed Brandt uh, in the throat. Right. And that, that was the end of Brandt then. Okay, he was good. out of his, um, I don't know, like, it's not misery if you sign up. For, oh, well, it's mad though. Like, was he lying there going like, ah, no, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> he might have come to a bit. And then, like, was he there going, like, oh, but the dick's gone, and, like, ugh, I'm really fucking out of it, and I don't know, like, oh, do you know the way you make internet purchases, and you're like, what was I thinking? God. Then what did he do? So then, Armin, this is gross, um, he basically, like, I mean, like, you know, jigged like, all over him, hung up the, hung up the body. body, and he properly butchered it I'm really here for this woman who's like leaning forward (laughs) elbows on the knees like come on come on she's pregnant (laughs) okay so yeah so then he like properly butchered the body and he wrapped up all the body parts and all the meat and I'm picturing it like you know when like models do their food prep for the week and they've got (laughs) All the containers of the sweet potato and the protein and the proats and the fucking, yeah. Chin. And yeah, and so Armin was like, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know? And anyway, put it in. He had a chest freezer. Very good buy. You'll yeah. never regret a chest freezer. Um, who and has the space? Who has the space? Do you remember I had one in my garden for ages? Yeah, it's really okay, weird. Segway. I know. It back gave in, like sorry, such a great... Back, okay, back in the room. So... Um, over the next 10 months, Armin would um, consume up to 20 kilograms of brand. Wow. Yeah. It's a so. lot, isn't it? Yeah, it is yeah. isn't it? I mean, anything is a lot of a human when you're eating it. Like, <laughs> like 20 kilos, just, I suppose that's like, just picture 20 bags of sugar, but it's human flesh. What no, it's, it's, it's an awful So has anybody reported but this But if he was doing, say, a special occasion, he would lay out candles, good dinnerware, nice wine. He, this actually, I don't know why, but this detail really gets to me. He ate it with potatoes and sprouts. So And sad. I like sprouts, but I just don't get that combo. I don't like, I don't like it. Um, he said that the flavour was like f- pork, but stronger, which we've heard, you know, heard that. Um, what happened? Well, hang on. Did this guy just go missing? No one looked for him. That was the end of that. Totally. Right. Yes. <laughs> I thought he had a girlfriend. Like, uh, no, somehow, like, Armin was actually completely laughing. Like, with yeah. a mouthful of Brandt, and nobody was, like, any so the Brandt wiser p- until. made loads of arrangements. That was part of the agreement that he wouldn't. Yeah, be- like, they might have done a bit of that. And funny enough, when I went deep on Cannibal Cafe today, I saw a bit of like discussion around that side of this process. Okay. And yeah, it does seem to, uh, yeah, that they do a fair bit of chat about how the disappearance is going to work. Sorry. Okay. So on Cannibal Cafe, yeah, people are soliciting like homicide. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Their own. But like how did like how did you just stumble upon Cannibal Cafe and it be a thing that people were allowed to like commission homicide? I'm just commissioning a homicide. It makes it sound really proper. <laughs> well like just, what have you been up to? I don't know, that's just really I feel like that's a fatal flaw in the system. There's a paper trail. There's a paper yeah. trail on Cannibal Cafe, gotcha. Yeah, I know, except that I think they legitimately want to argue. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. 
Um, so Armin was not rumbled until the following year. So he had like a year of feasting and totally delighted with himself. Well, we have the picture of Armin. Oh, yeah. Um, the one where he's smiling. This one? Yeah. <laughs> not feasting. Oh, handsome. 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 Yeah. Very I am disgusted <laughs> that people said he was handsome. He is. I think he's quite handsome. Yeah. I'd say, in yeah. terms of what's going on Cannibal Cafe, I Guys, would say Guys, the bar is good. too low. <laughs> Again, yeah. Again. Yeah. Far too low. So, um, right. So Armin fucked up when he posted a new advertisement up on Cannibal Cafe which he thought was a safe space. And um, he was seeking his next meal. And a college student, um, so I don't know how the college student was like, oh, I was just on this random website or how he fluffed over like I was in Cannibal Cafe and I saw this uh, ad for victims. (laughs) And it was fairly straightforward. Basically, the investigators just went to Armin's house found the body parts and the four-hour opus of the killing and was like, you seem to have killed a man and eaten him. <laughs> he was like, okay, I Armin guess. Armin was like, You're touche. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, mm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, officers. You just interrupted my, uh, my Sunday lunch. Um, so, but problem in the early 2000s in Germany, cannibalism was legal. What? It was legal because it wasn't illegal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the definition. Yeah, sure. So, um, so basically, Armin was convicted of manslaughter and disturbing the peace of a body. And he got eight years. Wow. Is he out? Um, no, at the trial, 19 minutes of the video was shown to those poor fucks um, <laughs> after they'd removed like everyone else from the court. Like they literally just made the jurors watch it. Of course. Oh. Anyway, a year later, a German court ordered a retrial after um, prosecu- prosecutors um, argued that the sentence had been too lenient. Thank fuck. And um, they reckoned he should have been convicted of murder because, you know. He murdered somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, their actual, the legalese was that he had killed for sexual gratification. And that motive was proved by his having videotaped the crime. So um, the defense obviously said he only killed because he'd been asked to kill. But I suppose the four hour like feastathon was probably working against Armin at that point. And um, a psychologist at the trial did say that he felt Armin could reoffend given he was arrested in the process of trying to reoffend. <laughs> I think that's fair. I um, still think, though, the fact that he got consent is nice. That's important. Like, he could have no. just killed and eaten anyone. Yeah, because that was definitely not his buzz. Like, he that's good, wanted... That's good. He wanted the yeah. reciprocal nature of the relationship. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. I love how everyone's like, yeah. 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 
nodding along. Like, he's just I guess so we, awesome. If I mean, Armin could hear this and he could feel supported, he's just so <laughs> that would be good for him. Um, so he was sentenced to life in prison. Excellent. Um, he vowed to write a biography with the aim of deterring anyone who wants to follow in his footsteps. Really? He, he says, quote, they should go for treatment so it doesn't escalate the way it did with me. Which is very responsible of him. It's like, do, do as I say, not as I do. Consent. Yeah, um, he's a good guy. He believes that... <laughs> He believes that there are currently about 800 cannibals active in Germany. Oh my gosh. Look at Everyone's that. like, Jesus Christ. I can't really As have- if the word of a cannibal. Like, I don't think we're safe to assume he's inflating that figure to try and normalise his lifestyle choices. Um, finally, while in prison, Armin has since become a vegetarian. Oh. oh. But every cloud. See, so look. Every cloud. We're grand with this. Who am I to judge? Oh my god. What goes on in someone's gorgeous home? <laughs> <laughs> Light drenched atriums. Does that does that conclude our stories of uh, I, I just don't think that that was a nice conclusion. Do you wanna see the um Oh, you're going to that. I was going to say, there's um, a few thoughts from um, Cannibal Cafe I thought I'd briefly share. Um, so this is like this really whiny post from Alice on the 26th of August in 2001, uh, titled, No Sorry, One is Serious. <laughs> I have been offering myself for a dulcet type barbecue for several years now. I have received dozens of replies. Sorry. Oh, what, she's, not, ne- she's not necessarily in Germany, but I want you to do it in a German accent. Oh, okay. I was doing kind of like a valley girl. I don't no, know why. No, I wanted German. Because I wanted <laughs> okay. German. I would, we'd take a vote, but I, I have German. received dozens of replies <laughs> by interested cannibals. And we talk for a while, but when push gets to shove, they all chicken out. Like, in fairness, I do like their punnage. Um, <laughs> she says they beat on me a bit cut and pierce my breasts and private parts and get me excited then chicken out leaving Jesus. me real real frustrated oh my god I have been chatting with this group in South Africa that want to send me money to fly there to a small remote airport and they say they will really eat me alive <laughs> but that is so far away <laughs> <laughs> is there not someone serious about this I will send a picture of anyone can convince me that they are serious about eating me if they're not, I'm going to South Africa. Thanks for letting me vent. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes. Thank you, Sophie. A whopper. <laughs> a whopper. Um, there is there's a couple of replies to that. One I just really enjoyed um, from this guy called Kenny Poe 80. Um, He's 80, so just yeah. that okay, right. He supplied his hotmail account. Um, Hi, Alice. We've talked before. If you get time, right. Glad to hear you're okay. <laughs> Which just goes against everything. Not if he <laughs> wants to eat her. I suppose, true. Um, so I, this is like, usually at the end of the creep dive, we try to come up with something kind of like happy to try and like... Cleanse. Cleanse. And thanks to um, YouTube user Runt400, <laughs> um, 
I have a video of Armin Muse dancing with a baby no. for three minutes. <laughs> I don't know if that's the answer. Whose baby is that? <laughs> He's just a starter. Yeah, the, the best favorite. Thank you for coming. Keep listening. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.